Spinning Radio. I'm standing here with Katrina in her dining room, and we are literally packaging and signing books. And so we thought that we would bring you along for the ride as we just sort of stream of consciousness while we're doing this. You're going to hear some background noise of the books being packaged and boxes being moved around and just sort of general household noise. But we thought it would be really fun if you guys came along with us and listened in to our conversation that we are having while we are packaging many, many, many books. <laughs> many, many books that we're grateful that we're packaging. Yes. Yeah. It's really exciting for us. And uh, we, were, we, we sat down last night actually and signed probably, what, a, a quarter of them? Signed about 50 copies. And then we're going to do the rest today and get as many packaged up as we possibly can and then we'll be able to ship them out as soon as possible which is really exciting and thank you to those listening because you guys are the reason that we are able to do this in the first place which is why we wanted to share this with you and we were going to do a live stream because that's what Eve wanted us to do but it is actually quite difficult to, to live stream um, while we're doing something like this because we're standing at the table and, and moving around. Moving and around, yeah. We can't really be in the office just in one spot while we do this. So, Well, and, and really, <laughs> to, to try and record and yeah. do at the same time, I'm not sure I could do it. Well, there would be a lot of umming. I've noticed that like, if I'm doing too much while we're recording something, like if we're doing Wool and Spinning Radio or if we're recording an episode of something and I'm doing too much... I start to say a lot of, um, yeah, um, like, um. like, yeah, <laughs> like now, right? Case in point. I think it's because you're distracted. You, you are know. distracted. You're not yeah. focused 100% on what you're doing. And so your, your train of thought gets lost and you're just like trying to do too many things at the same time. And totally. I used to try to work on stuff while I was recording a lot of the woolen spinning episodes so like if it was you and I doing something or if I was talking to somebody else I would sit and like knit or once in a blue moon I would I would spin if we were on like a really tight deadline for something and I wasn't near where I wanted to be mm -hmm. and I've actually stopped doing that because the the concentration to really engage in a conversation especially when you're on Skype and you can't see that other person because you're recording for quality, so there's yeah. no video. So you really have to pick up on what the cues are. It's like talking on the phone, right? So you have to pick up on those cues that, that the other person is giving you without being able to see them. Do people still talk on the phone? I know, right? <laughs> Isn't that terrible? <laughs> we, just, we just text. Yeah. Um, yeah, I've actually found it's a lot easier if I'm not doing something else. Oh, see, I told you there'd be household noise. That was books falling. <laughs> <laughs> they're slippery when they're in the sleeves. They are. But they're so pretty. <laughs> well, and it's it's funny because <clears throat> like I mean, there's been such a roller coaster with this book. Yeah. And oh my goodness, yes. And I don't think everybody really knows all the ins and outs of what's gone on, but Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's been such a an up and down thing. Like we we got the first proof in time for Fiber's Quest, which was fantastic. And the day after, in the morning, I was like, 
washing my hair and I was like, I didn't design a back cover or, or, or a, spine. a spine or, and I was just like, oh my God, we're going to have this book that has nothing on the back. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just this like, what was I thinking? But it was like this moment of like, Oh, yeah. I'm really glad we didn't order books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm glad we didn't put the order in like last night. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. And so... And after such a busy show too. Well, it was... it was The lead up to the show was busy, but um, trying to get the book finished in that lead up to the show was a little bit crazy. Mm-hmm. But it seems like... You know, we'd work a little bit and then we'd get distracted or, mm-hmm. let's be honest, I would get distracted because... There were some big projects that, that came up while in the period of time that we were working on this. Like, if you yeah. think about over two and a half years, a lot happens in terms of like... Well, our conversation about this book started in June of 2016. Yeah. And I bought the Carter for Crafty Jacks and started making bats and then started dyeing fiber and then started dyeing yarn in, in August. August of 2016. And you've been on a steady growth path. And so it's been this like totally crazy couple of years mm-hmm. and finding that time to, to edit photos and, mm-hmm. you know, do all of those sorts of things. And then when we, when we made the final push, it was just like, I'm just going to sit at my desk and do nothing else. Mm-hmm. And Which is challenging in and of itself. It is. Yeah. And it's, <clears throat> you get overwhelmed and... You know, things get missed and your brain gets dead and you're just like, I don't know how to say this in a different way, but I know it's not quite right, but I'm just going to go with it. Yeah. And then it's like, you get it finished. And uh, when we got the first proof back, um, Eric and I both looked at it and neither one of us were super happy with the way the colors came through. Mm -hmm. And it's probably something that nobody else would notice. But given our backgrounds in photography, it was like a big deal for me. Well, and the more you and Eric talked about it, the more I could see it. So then it yeah. started to bother me. Yeah. Because I learned so much about that type of stuff in this process that I had not no idea of. But I, I certainly was no, like, I just don't have that knowledge. Like, that's just not my wheelhouse. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, we, we got a second proof done. And getting the information from the printer as to what their limits were on their printer mm-hmm. was so hard and so frustrating. And I was just like, seriously, it shouldn't take you like four days to get back to me about mm-hmm. this. And so the second proof was delayed because, you know, we were we were waiting for that information. And then Eric needed to, to make the adjustments to the photos for us. And then we get the second proof. I love my husband dearly, but he had purposely not read any of the text or any of the book because he's like, I'll just do the final read right before it goes to press. We'd had it edited um, by a friend of mine who that's what she did and she's a very talented weaver and does some spinning. So I was like giving it to somebody who who knows a little bit about what we're talking about mm-hmm. and she made some great points and we made those edits and... And I figured that we were we were in the clear and Eric was just going to do a final edit and make sure that, you know, when we were moving stuff into the book that we hadn't, like, missed 
um, a period here or something like that. So, you know, just checking for periods, awkward sentences and, and things like that. And we were planning on, so we'd gotten the second proof on the Thursday and I was going to take the weekend and make any final edits and stuff like that. And then we were going to go to press on Monday. And Eric starts reading it. And then he grabs a stack of sticky notes. And did he you keeps... see him grab the sticky notes? I did. Oh, God. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, this is not good. Because, like, Eric, in his capacity at, um, he works at Langara College. And he teaches photography. And so one of the things that he does in that capacity is he critiques his students' work. And so he's very particular in the way that certain things are done. And there's all sorts of written content that they have to produce as well. And, you know, there's just lots of, of little things. And so um, he's, he's, quite, he's quite observant on certain things. And so I get handed back this book on Sunday night that has sticky notes literally everywhere and i'm not just talking like a few it wasn't minutes. just one or two <laughs> no <laughs> it was literally half a dozen sticky notes on some of the pages and this was every single page yep and it was it was comments like experts blind spot awkward sentence um you know this doesn't make sense <laughs> and I was just like oh, oh my God. <laughs> I, and this is like Sunday night that he hands this back to me and I was literally planning on pressing publish the next morning and there were things like you've got two colons on the spine and you've got this and you're just like okay no. and I was just like Okay, okay, I can do this. I can, I can fix this. And so I started working on the Sunday night and started making some of the edits. And then I called Rachel on Monday morning, and I'm just like, so this is the situation, <laughs> and I don't know how to send this to you to get help because it was literally like, accent and like all of these super cryptic notes, and I was just like. I don't honestly know how I could explain to somebody what Eric's notes mean and how we're going to do this. And so I was just like, okay, we can, how can we do this? <laughs> and so I just went through it and then we talked on, and I spent all day on Monday on it. And then I, we talked on Tuesday night. Um to make some of the final changes and sort of go through, because I'd sent you a, a copy of what, where I'd gotten to so far so that you could sort of see what That's right. what had been changed. Yeah. And just to sit down and, and talk about it and, and go, okay, like, are you okay with these changes? You know, it doesn't change the feel of the book. It just clarifies a few things and makes things sharper and more in focus. And, um, you know, explaining terms that for most of us are, are pretty common once you get into the swing of spinning, but they're definitely um, specific to the spinning world. And so if you're new to spinning, they may not necessarily be something that you've heard before. And so we fixed all of that. 
<laughs> I was just like, okay, we fixed this. We're, we're good. And so Wednesday we sent it to press. And um, got the shipping notice. And on the 22nd we got the books. And I was super excited. And I was just like, Rachel's going to come by. We're going to sign. We're going to get them all out. I'll have them for the trunk show that I'm doing on the 27th everything's great I open the box Eric pulls out the book and he looks at the spine and he's like there's two colons here still and I'm like no I, I know I fixed that and then we start going through the text and we're like wait a minute this this I, I made these changes what's like I know I changed this stuff and and then there was this moment of panic like when we realized that they printed the wrong books there was this moment of panic where I was just like, did I send them the wrong file? And, and I was just like, oh my goodness, have I got so much money sitting in my living room <laughs> <laughs> that I've made a horrible mistake on? And so I ran down to my computer and I looked at the ebook that we'd ordered at the same time and the ebook was right. And so I'm like, okay, this isn't our error. The printers made a mistake. And so Tuesday morning, they want photographs to prove that there was a mistake. And I was out, and so the photographs didn't go. And it got to press again on Tuesday. And they said, we will ship it overnight to you on Thursday night so that you have them for Friday. And I get an email on Friday morning that they were unable to ship the night before. And they're trying to ship overnight for a Saturday delivery. Could I please provide them with an address that will accept a Saturday delivery? And I thought about it and I'm like, I can give you my parents' address in Richmond. That might be more likely. But then I'm like, I'm betting that because it's coming internationally, that it's because customs is closed. And that's exactly what it was. And so the books didn't come in time for the trunk show. And... Um, yeah, but they arrived yesterday, and now we're signing. <laughs> I'm passing books to Katrina as she's talking. <laughs> and it's like, um, what am I doing? Oh, right. I have to write my name. <laughs> and talk, and, and, and. And, 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 yep. And so it's, it's, it's definitely been a roller coaster where it's like... Yeah. It's been an emotional roller coaster. It has been. And that's the part that neither of us sort of banked on. Like, you know, you hear others talking about that. Like, the, um, just the emotional um, aspect of creating something. And we all experience that in our making all the time. Mm -hmm. And this was just a little bit different in terms of, you know, you're putting your heart and soul into something. And you want it to be good. Yeah. You want people to to get it and to be excited about it and to love it and and to to finish the book and go, "Wow, that was really good. I'm really glad that I spent my hard-earned money on this book." And so there's this 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 fear when you're writing that it won't or at least for me there was, that it wouldn't be enough for people, that people would get it and that they'd be slightly disappointed or something like that. Mm. And 
And so I wanted it to be as good as possible, which is why like when Eric handed me those edits that I was just like, okay. <laughs> I sort of feel like we need to make these edits, but at the same time, I don't know how to change what we've written and still keep that same feeling to it. Well, we talked quite extensively about the fact that um, uh, I had written most of it almost two years ago. Mm -hmm. So some of the stuff that we wanted to say now was different than what we would have said two years ago. Mm -hmm. So some of that cha those changes that we made sort of updated some of the content of it. Yeah, some of the things that, that we would maybe not only say differently, but some of the points that we wanted to make. Mm -hmm. um, and that takes, that takes time. It does. And, and that's part of the problem with working on a project like this over such a long period of time, uh, which we've talked about, you and I, um, just privately, the two of us, you know, but having a project like this go on for this long, like I, there's other people who've published books who've taken three to five years because they're such huge projects. So like, I really understand why this stuff takes the length of time that it does. I don't think but you it, really recognize no. just how much time something like this takes and how much energy goes into it and, and how much is invested in it. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And when you work on something over such a long period of time, your thoughts and views and opinions, they do change. Unless you're a super rigid person. Yeah. You know. But it's definitely... But we're not. <laughs> but we're not. <laughs> and we're open to learning and we're open to new ideas. And, and growth. And, and growth, yeah. You know, and that growth and that change comes. Like, when, when we started writing this book, I'd only been spinning for like... Yeah, you were still a relatively new spinner. Two years? Yeah. And, um, like when, when Rachel first approached me about it, I was just like, well, I don't know what I can really offer in terms of like knowledge here. Like I'm pretty new. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if this is going to work really well. That's that box. And, um, yeah, it was so interesting. Those early conversations, those early, early emails. Cause I think within the first like 72 hours, there was more than like 300 emails that went back and forth. Yeah. Like it was some astronomical number. It was a little bit crazy. Of emails. Because, well, and I think part of it was we didn't want to lose our thoughts. Yeah. And then the other part of it was we, so we didn't want to lose our thoughts, but then we also were excited about the project, mm -hmm. a little bit daunted by the project. Yeah. And sort of trying to figure out like timelines and whatnot. Well, and I don't think we realized how long it was going to take us to spin the samples and knit the Yeah, because that took an entire summer. And you know, um, mm -hmm. then when we started working on the, the braids and the final, um, because we, we, we had three braids of everything. Yeah. And then when we started working on the final projects from those braids, because we'd reserved one braid to make patterns with. And so when we started working on the final spins for those projects, it was just like, there was this, um, this huge amount of spinning that needed to be done for those as well. Mm -hmm. And I don't think either one of us really sort of banked on how long some of those spins would take. Mm -hmm. Like my spin for the shawl, the two braids that I ended up spinning for the it shawl design. Months, months and months of work. And like if you see the shawl in real life, 
um, it's a really fine three ply. Yeah, I don't think people realize, like, it was funny because, oh shoot, I just bagged one without cards. <laughs> oh, oh, no, it's not stuck down yet. Yes! Um, <laughs> um, this is real life. Um, I, it, it's funny because, so at our last guild meeting in April, mm -hmm. Katrina and I took a couple of the projects that we had worked on for the book because we can finally show this stuff, right? Like we haven't done show and tell at Guild, either of us, for for ages. a long time with because a lot of the stuff that we've been working on has been related to the book. So like the shawl that I just finished for Breed and Color Study using up all those thrums, um, I didn't take because like it's a design from the from book. The book. Yeah. And I only started talking about it on the podcast because we were so close to finishing. But it, Katrina got up and showed, what what did we call that shawl? What was the name of that pattern in the end? Summer, summer Days summer, shawl. Summer Days? Yeah. And I don't think people realized that it was a three-ply. No. Everybody, well, and part of it was you were just so pleased to finally be able to show it that I think you were a bit tongue-tied. And it's late at night. It was like 930 because the meeting went long. Yeah. Um, I think by then you were just sort of like, here's my shawl. <laughs> I finally get to share it. Um, but yeah, people did not realize that it was a three ply and, uh, which is fine. Like, yes, yeah. but just the sheer amount of work. Well, you know, and like each of those three plies ended up being somewhere in the neighborhood of, I want to say 540 yards or something like that. Of light fingering. Of light fingering. And so, and with both of them, and yeah. you used up pretty much all of the yarn. Well, <laughs> I sent Rachel a picture. I still remember yeah. doing it. Yeah. Of the the color section of the shawl because it's it's a color garter section at the top. Yeah. And then there's a, a contrast lace at the bottom, and the color garter section at the top. I literally had like an inch left when I. <laughs> <laughs> it was like this is enough to weave this end in. And, and that's, it. that's it. There was there was nothing left of that yarn. Crazy. And so the knitting itself took an incredibly length of time to do it. And like the hat pattern that I did, um, the honeycomb slouchy. I oh, yeah. ripped and knit that sh that hat to try yeah. and get the pattern right. Yeah. I don't even want to know how many times. I was doing it at Christmas one year. And um, my sister-in-law kept looking at me because I'd get like three quarters of the way finished and then I'd try it on and go, no, that's not right. And I'd rip the whole thing out. And she's like, but you just spent like <laughs> half the day on that. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but it's not right. And she's like, but like she was just totally ba baffled. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, but all that time. And I'm like, yeah, but it's not right. And it's got to be right. And yeah. And she just, she could not understand it. Remember the, we were at the retreat that November um, with Jess and Mari and mm -hmm. um, I was sitting on the couch because you had your couch in the corner. Yes, I had my couch in the corner. <laughs> Katrina's couch. Yep. She like took over a couch for an entire weekend. And I, I was sitting mostly on a chair next to the fireplace because I can't spin on a couch. Like I, I don't, it's not my favorite thing to sit spinning to sit on a couch so some people were knitting and spinning and some people were um because there's just the five of us i think that yeah, there's five of us that year and um i 
at one point I finally just couldn't spin anymore. And so I sat on the couch, I commandeered a little spot on somebody's couch. Cause we all kind of had like our spots that we sat in all weekend. And I sat there ripping and knitting and ripping and knitting. And I just couldn't figure out what I wanted to do with that. With the shawl that you made. What then. ended up being the looking glass shawl. And yeah. it's funny because like, unlike Katrina, I'm not a knitwear designer. Like I, I that is just not my, my forte by, and I, I've never enjoyed doing that type of stuff. And it's not, I definitely, I'm not going to ever be a knitwear designer. And I really admire those out there who really love doing that because mm -hmm. it's certainly not my, uh, my thing. Yeah. And, um, yeah, that, it, like that, just that process, like, you know, so you've written this whole book, you've done all these samples, you've got all of this theory, you've written it because by then I had written everything by then. Yeah. And, um, we were in the midst of, um, co-writing the color theory section. Mm-hmm. And I was writing the sock section and, um, most of that by then was written and, um, a lot of the photography had been done. A lot of the photography had been done. That's right. And then you're sitting there and you, you know, sort of like, this is not like what, this is not my wheelhouse, you know, and, yeah. and sort of trying to like work through that and figure out that process. And I think as a result, I think you would agree, Katrina, I think we both grew a ton like yeah you know that's how you learn is you push yourself into those into really those uncomfortable situations no and and that is how you grow it's yeah. it's pushing yourself and and expanding and and moving through it and yeah. um this book has definitely been a growing experience yeah i don't absolutely. know if i ever want to do it again <laughs> <laughs> it's too fresh right now it is yeah um, and that's okay. Yeah. And it's it's definitely been an adventure. Yeah. Um, I think we said this on a previous episode too, like um, when we were first talking about the release of the book. Like I think um, this was a process when you when you do this with friends or with no 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 don't do that. When you do this with friends or when you take on a project like this with a partner, you're either really close and best friends at the end or you're not you know it's a bit of a gamble it is you know these are big 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 projects like there's a reason why university students fight with each other mm -hmm. when they're working on these big group projects right it's really hard to work on a big project together well and to to manage expectations and yes. to make sure that everybody feels like you know that nobody feels like they're getting their feelings hurt and um that you know, people feel that listened to, listened to, accepted, honored, all of those things. And our emotions are such a, a big part of these sorts of things that, you know, when, when you look at it, you're just like, yeah, this, this is a big deal. Absolutely. So I'm going to give Nora a job because she would like to have a job. So Nora, here's all the business cards. I'm running low. I'm going to run out, actually. Mm. Um, no, no. So what I want you to do is these ones are Katrina's. Okay, well, <laughs> okay. These ones are mine. These ones are Katrina's. So what could, what you could do is make a pair, one of each, and give them to me so that I can put them in the book. Oh, thanks, friend. Oh, that makes me feel better. Um, I have a few over here. Oh, good. Okay. 
So I have a few more than I thought. Yeah. Maybe I won't run out. I'll have to place an order this afternoon. Um, sorry, Nora, Nora was having a snack and now she's back ready to help. So, and then you put them in there. It's going to slow me down a bit, but that's totally fine. Small sacrifices. What were we talking about? <laughs> uh, we were talking about little people, uncomfort uncomfortability. Yeah. And, um, just growth, growth and, and. Working like when you're working on projects with, with friends and stuff, and and um, whether or not you end up being friends at the end. Yeah, I mean it's a big gamble, right? Like these are big, 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 big projects. Well, and I don't think we really recognize, like, you know, when we first started talking, you're like, yeah, we can get this out in six months. Well, and I think in my head, I kind of thought, you know, well, so the. I thought that we could because the, the project wasn't as big as it became. Yeah. When we were planning, oh, careful, Nora. The project took on a bit of a life of its own that was not what the original. No, mommy, no, 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 no. I know, but this is, okay, just jump off. Perfect. Um, the, the original concept was, no, was, I want to put it in. oh, okay, you're going to put it in. Here, put it in this one too then, please. Um, the original, like what we had originally planned for the book was not really what ended up, is not what ended up being made. Mm -hmm. Um, because the original idea did not have patterns mm -hmm. and the original idea did not have combo spinning. So that mm -hmm. was like three big sections that got added as we talked. Yeah. Um, and it makes the book richer as a result and it's those things are what make the book mm -hmm. for sure you know it works really well as if you bend it well i think so often we we get into this place where okay, and then um, grab it from here and we pull it across we make these yarns and then we don't know what to do with them yeah so being able to come up with some patterns and to show you what they look like knit up and and how Okay, this is the technique that we used for this this one, and I don't know if we went into that in the book, like which which technique we ended up using for the braids. Um, mm. I don't yeah, think we put that point. in. I think I think I did on mine, but I'm not sure. I'm not sure I did on mine. Yeah. Um, so if you have questions about that, you can shoot us an email, yeah. and I'll be able to tell you. Um, yeah, because your that that shawl, that summer breeze shawl, that was yeah. Um, the, three the three fractal. ply fractal. Yeah. And um, then it was spinning a, a semi-solid mustache that sort of worked with it. And um, and I think so often we get so so caught up in, in just spinning mm -hmm. that we don't sort of plan to the end. It's like, okay, we've made yarn, but now what? So I had put out, and there's going to be a wool and spinning episode about this, um... But we can talk about it now as well, because I think it's a very timely topic. Um, I had put out a survey for the community uh, last week, actually. By the time you guys are listening to, the, to this, there's going to be a little bit of a delay. But um, um, So it'll be a, a couple of weeks. But, no, Mommy. Yeah, but it's sticking to your shirt. <laughs> no, okay, make sure it's nice and tight. Good job. Um, the 
survey that I put out was besides time and money. And if you haven't filled out the survey yet and you're listening to this, um, it's still up and it, you can still uh, respond. And I will include a um, link in the show notes for that. Anyhow, the... Uh, go ahead, Nora. Fold it up. Yep, fold it up. And... Okay, Nora... Can I do the folding and the pushing down, please? It's just, it needs to be, it can't be wrinkled like that, okay? Okay, you do that one, then you got this one. Uh, it's very helpful. <laughs> um, Showed up on the survey. Yes. I had given a couple of different prompts for what, aside from time and money, what is the biggest hindrance to you spending time at your wheel and spinning? And what was really, really interesting was, and it wasn't the response that I thought would be the biggest issue, but the, the one that everybody, that's perfect, Nora, that everybody, that a lot of people ticked off and was by far the leader was paralysis in terms of decision making around what to do with the yarn mm -hmm. it was by far like I think it was like 35 compared to like 14 mm -hmm. when you looked at the other ones yeah which is really interesting because that was the whole reason for writing this book was to share with people not only how things knit and spin up but also what you can do with this with the yarns when you finish yeah and I think it it just reinforced for me the fact that this is a real stumbling block for many of us. I mean, even we have yarns in our stash, both of us, that we don't know what to do with. Absolutely. You know, and it's not the right project. You look at different patterns and they're not right. Well, and some of my first yarns weren't great yarns. And so, like, right. to knit something to wear... I just don't know if I'd ever actually wear it. Yeah, do you really want to showcase that yarn? Yeah. Yeah. And so, like when my mom started making gnomes, I was yeah. like, great, gnome hats, perfect. And so that's that's what ended up happening to a lot of my first yarns. And they make lovely gnome hats. Mm -hmm. um, but I think sometimes we, we become so um, in, in the space where we're just like, but... I this this yarn is precious. I can't mm -hmm. just turn it into a gnome hat. <laughs> it's like, well, but you actually can. You can. <laughs> and it'll make those ornaments even more special. Exactly. Like I can my my gnomes are sitting on the table in my living room. Yeah, they're just beautiful. And they're super cute and I love them to pieces. Yeah, exactly. And so it's one of those things where it's just like, yeah, that's that's a worthwhile project. And I think sometimes we get get to the idea that that it has to be so precious and so perfect that we get stuck in that analysis and we we get stuck going, well, this isn't perfect enough. Yeah. There was a really interesting interview on the Sweet Georgia podcast with Sylvia McFadden recently, mm -hmm. and she talked about that, you know, that we put so much pressure on ourselves to be 100% all the time, and her assertion is probably what we need to be doing is be 70%, yeah. because that's actually what 100% is. 
And so she consciously stops herself at 70% mm -hmm. because that's probably actually 100% because we, we live in this culture and in this world in the West that's just mired in Instagram perfectness and Facebook perfectness. We were talking about this last night with our friend Felicia. Yeah. Um, you know, we were all saying, like, we're just inundated with these perfect images all the time of what life is supposed to look like. And we forget that 100% is probably actually like 200% in terms of like effort and uh, product and, well, and that perfectionism, right? That's yeah. not attainable. Well, and that's where like for me, I've started doing a lot where I will post the behind the scenes and the messiness because Which I love that is my real life. That yeah. That is what we're talking about. And it's so important to, I, I think it's so important to show that to people because I don't want them to think that I have this perfect life because yeah, I don't no. like, you know, if you were to, to have a video of what we're working around right now, <laughs> I was just thinking that as I put the box down on the chairs, that's got the cushions on it from the girls from when they were having breakfast and like Nora's pulling on my arm cause she was wondering about something and I'm going to, I'm going to let her talk for a second so that she can hear, feel her. Yes, sir. We are signing again and we were talking about our tech support <laughs> slash husbands <laughs> yeah so we're okay so where are we we've done ha we're halfway through the signing we are we're just finishing up the second the the, the third quarter of books and we were actually just talking about a giveaway for the show Mm -hmm. So we'll, Katrina and I will be giving away one of the books on, on the podcast, on one of the live streams. I think what I'll do is we'll, uh, we'll maybe give it away, we'll maybe give it away, um, now we're talking about super random things like watching Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know you do. Things we do as parents. Oh, yeah. Actually, I have to admit, that's like the one Disney movie I don't mind. Mm. My favorite used to be uh, The Little Mermaid. Oh, I still can't watch that. Yes. We already watched all of We did, yeah. But we were going to watch it again. Weren't we? No? Were we? Because we talked about it. We were playing... Do you guys ever play that game... Um, Animal, Vegetable, Mineral? No. Oh, it's a really fun game. So it's super easy, obviously. Um, you say, so you think of something, and it can be anything in the whole wide world. And you say, I'm thinking of a vegetable. So a vegetable is anything living. So it can be food, it can be a plant, it can be like anything that's, that's organic, that's living. Or you could say, and then the people have to ask yes and no questions. And so it can go on for, you know, any length of time. So usually it goes on for like epic lengths of time. And then um, if you're thinking of an animal, it can be a person or an animal or a character that's like, um, um, you know, like Olaf from from Frozen, which I think technically he would be an, el an element, but or sorry, he'd be a mineral. But um, <laughs> <laughs> since he's a person or like a like char character, what, is, what are those called? A character, characterification or whatever. Yeah. Anyhow. 
um, the idea is, and then, oh, and so, and then a mineral is like anything inanimate. So it might be, you know, a building somewhere in the world, or like my mom once did concrete or like, um, you know, a random object, um, you had, um, technically a chair would be a plant because it's, if it's made out of wood, then it's a plant. So it gets really tricky. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes like, like James did, uh, for mineral once he did like Mars. Um, it, it's just a great game. So you can only ask yes and no questions, but you can ask like, you know, if it's an animal, you can say, is it a person? No. Is it an animal? Yes. Um, is it a character in a movie? Yes. You know, um, find ways to narrow it down. Exactly. And it's just a really clever game. So, you know, for the kids, like we pick, you know, slightly easier things. And then, um, if we're playing with my parents, like we used to play when we were driving on road trips. And, um, you know, my parents, like as we got older, they would get harder and harder and harder. Like once my mom, we absolutely could not get it. Like looking back now and her clues and everything, I'm like, oh yeah, of course that was what it was. But it was crutches. Mm. Like no matter what we asked and what we guessed, like we just could not get it. I think the closest we got was hospital bed. Because mm -hmm. um, if you think that you know it, you can just shout it out kind of thing and just guess. Yeah. Um... Yeah, so anyways, it's just real it's just a really fun game. So it's called Animal Vegetable Mineral. So and you can say like if it's a combination, so if it's something that's a combination of different things, um you can say it's mostly a mineral. And then it helps people to sort of guide them if it's got vegetable or animal in it. So anyways, that's the game. It's just really fun. I'm out of cards. So are we gonna just put yours. Okay. Yeah, well. Yes, Nora. I'm thinking <laughs> we can't play right now. Save it for on the drive home, okay? Okay, mommy. So we play that game in the car, like, just oh my goodness. Um, yeah, it's just a lot of fun. The kids get really get into it, mm -hmm. and of course, as they've gotten older, they've thought of like better and better things. So, like it used to, it used to be like I'm thinking of an animal. It would be like a dog. Now it's like you know, James came up with Mars. Nora came up with. Uh, she had a really good one on the way over here. I can't remember what it was. Elsa? No, not Elsa. It was that other one that you did. Curious that was mine. Uh, Curious George. Anyhow, it's yeah. a great game. Good to know. Moving on. Moving on. <laughs> we were talking about the giveaway. The giveaway. So we're going to do that on the show. I'll do it on the podcast. And Katrina and I will give away a copy of the book. We'll do it in one of the upcoming episodes. And we'll run it just like I do all of my other giveaways where you go to the episode thread on the Ravelry group. Mm -hmm. So I'll figure out if we're going to do it in May or June. I was actually kind of wondering about maybe running it through July because um, there's only going to be one live stream in July. Mm -hmm. So I could announce it at the end of June and then it could run through July. And then I could announce the winner on at the end of the, at the end of the month, which would be kind of a fun way to finish off July. Yeah. But we'll give away one signed copy of the book. We'll ship it to you free of charge. And uh, yeah, that'll be really fun. 
It'll be a pleasure to be able to give it to someone. Mm -hmm. And if you already have the book and you win, um, I will send you a calendar. Oh, thank you. Easter stuff. They saved it? They haven't eaten it all yet. Not like you and James. You guys had it done in like an hour. She's done. All done eating? Okay. What are you going to go do? Um, okay. Go for it. So for the giveaway, we were actually just talking about it. And... If you already have the book, you will have a choice. You can either have the calendar from Rachel, or mm -hmm. I can do a braid of fiber of your choice to to have instead, and I'll ship it no charge. Yeah. Well, I think what we'll do is um, like I'll I'll announce it on the show at the end of June, so it's a, it's a little bit away, but it just means that we. Uh, you know, can get all of these copies out to everybody, and of course the you can get the ebook at blurb.com, and I'll I'll um, link that in the show notes, and then and once we get all of these orders out, I'll have a link back up to order the book. Um, I've taken it down so that we could get through the pre-orders and get them shipped, and that we weren't getting more orders trickling in. Yeah, and feeling more overwhelmed with the backlog. <laughs> <laughs> It was important to us to get these out to you guys, to those who ordered, who pre-ordered. It was really important to us to get these out, get them shipped, and before we started taking just regular orders. Yeah. Um, so for me, at least, it's it's been weighing on my mind because they're open orders. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah you I'm can't just, close them. No, I can't close them until they ship. And so just looking at them all the time and going, okay, I need, I need to get these shipped. <laughs> like, yeah. These need, to, these need to ship. So, yeah. Absolutely. I'm taking the giveaway copy. I have it. Okay. So it's only going to be 49 in this box. Okay. All right. So we hope that you are as excited as we are about this project. It's been obviously a big undertaking and you can hear the emotion in our voices when we talk about it. You know, and we, we joke and we can sort of laugh at ourselves a little bit, but it's, it has been just a, just a huge project and lots of, lots of, um, emotions and, uh, feelings. And we're just really, really excited and really pleased to be able to share this with you guys. And, you know, we're in the middle of our current breed and color study. So there's been a lot of activity on the Ravelry forum and on the Slack channel and, Lots of stuff going out from Katrina's house, lots of shipping and lots of product and stuff going out. And the books have been front and center of all of that. So we just want to thank you guys once again. And we look forward to those of you who will hopefully receive your copies within the next couple weeks. Couple weeks. When you guys are listening to this, you'll all already have your copies in hand. So... That's really exciting. Actually, no, they won't because this is going to go out tomorrow. So, no, never mind. <laughs> you will be having your copy in hand soon-ish. Hopefully so, some of the books will go out today. Yeah. And um, when this goes live tomorrow, um, 
for those who have get who subscribe on Patreon to the Attentive Spinner, which is the enhanced content. You guys won't have your books yet, but those of you who are listening to this, the 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 large Patreon community who will be listening to this in the next week, uh, many of you will have your books by then. So we uh, just thank you. Yes, we are very grateful. Yeah, yeah. So until next time, happy spinning, and thank you again. Bye.